ass by the feds, they gave him 30 years. Sad, but the homie probably died on the dirty tier. Fucked up. But that's just how it go. Even death for a right. reason when you walk in. Ladies and gentlemen, 40, well, next episode of my show, because I don't know exactly on what number this will publish. Um, I am here with uh, a man who hangs out in my Discord and who you might also know from Discord and or Keybase. Uh, he goes by Conejo. Is that the right pronunciation? That is correct. Conejo. Uh, Conejo. Spanish Conejo. for rabbit. Ah, okay. I did not know that, but now I do. So there we are. <laughs> um, man, you sent me a video uh, like right before we started as possible intro music. And I was like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> fuck it. Maybe, uh, maybe I should just go with that. Um, but um, you are here uh, because you are a rather unique figure. Um, Pretty much. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I would agree with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> um, so would you care to explain to me and to the listeners a little bit what is in your past that makes you such an interesting figure? Well, for one, um, I'm a white guy uh, that grew up uh, in Chinatown, um, which isn't typical uh, by any means. Um, mm. You know, so I was privy to a lot uh, that went down there on the... Uh, I guess just, I'll just be real about it. On the criminal side, um, I had a lot of friends that went the, uh, the gang route and the organized crime route, and I was around a lot of that stuff myself. So, you know, being a white guy and being privy to you know, a very secretive kind of uh, subculture, if you will, you know, uh, not many see it except in the movies, you know, and... Yeah. Um, you know, the movies don't do it justice. Uh, they either they either you know make it more than it really is, or you know they make it seem like it's nothing. But a lot of it's, it's some crazy shit, man. I'm allowed to say shit, huh? Or, mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it, yeah, yeah. Um, would you care to? Well, how much can you tell me? about who these people were and what they got into? Well, uh, I mean, uh, I, I can I can speak on uh, quite a few things. Uh, you know, for one, you know, growing up around there, especially being a white guy, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I had to go above and beyond to kind of prove myself um, in their eyes. Yeah. So, you know, I did have to get my hands dirty in certain aspects. Um, you know, and act a little bit more, um, more tough, you know, to, to gain respect mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, when you're young, you know, it kind of starts out as just, you know, it, I, and, and I'm totally out of all this stuff now and I, I don't condone it, but, you know, when you're a young kid, you know, and you're doing that, you know, mostly, uh, you know, like breaking into cars, you know, stealing cars sometimes, uh, stuff like that, you know. And then as you get older, it goes into more kind of um, a really, really shady side that a lot of people don't see that I was very privy to. Um, 
that, uh, you know, like, you know, illegal businesses, uh, gambling dens, houses of prostitution, like brothels and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I had a front row seat to all that, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it opened my eyes a lot to things, you know, and how the world works that a lot of people don't see. Um, yeah, so how much of this uh, did you personally get into and how much uh, did you just kind of get to watch? Um, you know, as much as I tried to stay on the sidelines of it, you know, a lot of it I did get dragged into. Now, I was never, you know, really calling the shots and owning any of these businesses myself, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, there were times, you know, that I did say work security, like at a, at a gambling place, you know, or you know, I was, you know, me and a couple of the dudes were security at, like, that was you know that was later on you know and that was just in houston of course uh yeah. i tried to escape that kind of life by moving to uh, los angeles california mm -hmm. my best friend only to find myself back in it but you know with a more more people that were higher up the ladder, so right. to speak, you know, um, I ended up doing protection, uh, kind of work out there for a dude um, who was high up the ladder in a group called uh, Watching. Um, you know, I kind of looked over him, I looked over his family, um, and I was propositioned to join, but, uh, you know, I declined. But it didn't mean I, I still wasn't around them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I was still uh, kind of basically one of theirs, you know? Right. But this so is, um, yeah. Yeah, this is like you can actually just decline this kind of offer. Yeah, you can. You can. It's not like in the movies where, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, hey, uh, we want you to do this, you know, be a part of this. If you don't, you know, uh, you you know you wake up with a you know a horse with its head chopped off <laughs> you know in your bed next to you you know like in the in the mafia movies and stuff now you know it, it it really is how much about how much respect they have for you mm -hmm. you know and in my case um i had a lot of respect you know because I, I tried to be as humble as possible right you know and i tried to be as respectful as possible especially as an outsider you know yeah makes sense so that 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 you know went a long way so um i'm wondering what made you think that moving from houston to la would be a good idea to um uh to disassociate yourself from chinese gangsters because it seems like there would be more of them in la um but well you know yeah, I mean that was that. <laughs> it, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? fair enough. <laughs> uh, you know, at the time, you know, Houston uh, was getting really bad. 
um, a lot of people I knew uh, were going to prison. Um, a lot of them have been uh, murdered, basically. Um, and I really wanted to get away with them, get away from them. It's a bad way to say it, but get away from that kind of stuff. And, you know, I, I, I had some friends out in L.A. that I didn't know really were kind of connected to that world, you know. But mm -hmm. as it turns out, you know, it's a very small community and everybody was connected in some way, shape or form. Right. Um, so, but you didn't really face uh, like negative consequences for trying to move away from the from these people. No, 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 not at all. Uh, you know, to be quite honest, I think uh, a lot of people in Houston um, were beginning to not like me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so, you know, it, it was a good move, you know, because it got me away from a lot. And, you know, plus, you know, given what was going on at the time, uh, you know, maybe I'd, I'd still be alive, maybe not. I don't know. You know, well, things were things were pretty wild. You know, considering that you're still alive now, you probably made the right decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, that's uh, that's quite an interesting story. But what I think is possibly more interesting uh, is something else we've talked about. Um, is that your uh, well, you've left this life behind you, um, mm -hmm. but now you're trying to uh, essentially help other people get out or stay out of this life. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, correct? most definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, it, I don't have anything official, you know, established yet. Right. I'm still kind of working on that. Um, but I have been able to mentor, you know, kind of a few teenagers that are kind of going through mm -hmm. that, that, you know, want, you know, of a better life and you know kind of the uh the, the clout or you know that i carry and you know reputation yeah. and whatnot uh kind of enables me to, to to talk to these kids and for them to you know kind of have that respect already set you know in right. place for me you know because they'll you know they'll already recognize you know that I, I hate using this word, but, you know, like, you know, he's an OG, you know, so <laughs> yeah, you know, they already know they respect it, you know, and they're willing to listen, you know? Yeah, so, uh, like, you're no stranger to the kids. Like, they know very well who you are and, like, what you were doing. Yeah, most definitely. I just got to bring up a couple, you know, a couple names here and there, name drop, which I don't like to do, you know? Yeah. But, you know, Makes when sense. I'm working with them, I'll name drop a few, you know, people places time period you know and and mm. they, they know they know it's legit you know yeah that makes sense um so roughly what are you doing like what are you offering these kids um well, to well essentially stay on the right path it, it, it varies you know um like right now, I'm working with this one, uh, this one kid, and you know he's trying to make his way through school. But right. the, 
problem is, is that, you know, a lot of things now are done online, but he lives in a place where he has no internet access, you know, anything like that at all. So, you know, I allow him to come to my place, you know, use my Wi-Fi and all that, you know, get his homework done and all that, you know, and just, I kind of, you know, watch out for him and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Certain things to that, to that respect. You know, try to guide them. They'll call me up, ask me for advice, you know. Hey, so-and-so, you know, is getting on my case about this, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, sometimes I'll, 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 I will actually go out and speak to, you know, um, their former, uh, you know, kind of gang people. Right. And tell them to, you know, lay off, you know, which comes with its own set of uh, repercussions. But yeah, you know, that's something I'm willing to I'm willing to deal with, you know, because I'm no stranger to it, you know, and I know how to I know how to speak to these, you know, those types of people, you know. Right, and those uh, like those people uh, actually like listen to you, or like what uh, what happens there? Uh, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. you know, sometimes uh, you know you do gotta get a little tough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I'm against you know like breaking the law and all that shit. You know, I, I don't I don't advocate for that. You know, so I'm not gonna go beat somebody up. You know, or anything like that. But you know, sometimes you know a few stern words from somebody who is you know, like I said, OG. You know, uh, yeah. goes a long way. You know, especially with some of the younger ones. You know, because they, mm-hmm. they recognize, you know, that, you know, hey, uh, we really don't want to mess with this dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. So um, your reputation or kind of formal reputation still uh, commands quite a lot of respect. Yeah. Uh, yeah oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. Um, let's see. Um, so... Uh, what happened uh, with, like, I mean, you grew up in Chinatown, obviously, yeah. as you told. Um, but at what point did you start realizing um, that you had to, well, get out of this life? And then how did you actually accomplish that? Uh, it's kind of funny. I had kind of several kind of like, oh, shit. I fucked up moments, you know. Um, the first was, uh, you know, uh, I was I was young. I was like probably fourteen, fifteen at mm-hmm. the time, and I was with some older dudes, and uh, they were all gambling, and you know everybody was drinking. Of course, you know I was drinking a little bit, but mm-hmm. you know, underage, you know. But that comes with the territory. Yeah, uh, and. You know, they, they, you know, they were all hungry, you know, and so since I was the youngest one, it was like, you know, hey, here's money, you know, go, go get us some food. So I was like, okay, you know, so I took, you know, the person that, you know, I was under, you know, I grabbed his keys and, you know, trying to make my way out the door. And, you know, all of a sudden I just said, hold up, hold up. And I look back and it's, you know, it's the guy and he's like, Man, where the fuck you think you're going, man? Come here. And you know, he 
extends out his hand and you know it's a pistol and i'm like oh, oh shit what, what do i need that for you know and, and he's like do you realize where the fuck you are right now like you know this, this is in our side of town man you know uh you gotta have this with you especially if you're gonna be in my car you know oh yeah and you know i was you know i was like oh shit um damn you know things kind of just got real you know that was one for sure you know mm. early on and all that you know uh, that one stayed with me for a while and then you know eventually that kind of became normal you know for me uh you know, I wouldn't, I would say that a lot of it they didn't want to, to, to leave and to, you know, make changes and all that was, you know, the violence, uh, you know, that, that goes on in that life. Um, you know, I got tired. I got very, very tired of going to funerals. I'll put it that Oof. way. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I saw a lot of things that I wish I, I had never seen, you know, because um, mm -hmm. it affects you mentally, you know. And, you know, that was kind of like my primary, primary thing for, you know, leaving and, you know, realizing, like, man, this shit is no joke, you know. That's yeah. what made me really, really, really want to get the hell out of there, you yeah. know. I, um, I remember some pictures you sent either in my discord or my keybase uh of yourself uh like with your group of friends yeah and, like, the first yeah. picture is like i don't know something like 14 or 20 dudes and then the second picture is like what 10 years later and there's yeah. like four or five left of you yeah yeah oh, oh uh four left yeah four yeah, four fuck. only four of us yeah no it, it was it, it it was bad you know there were a lot of um conflicts you know mm -hmm. and a lot of uh i hate to use the word wars but that's pretty much what they were you know and you know unfortunately a lot of people i was close to didn't make it um yeah. and if they did make it you know they ended up doing something that landed them in prison for you know life usually mm -hmm. and yeah I, you know, just the thought of being in prison, uh, nah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't go for that. So. You uh, avoided prison entirely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. No criminal record, no nothing. Good job. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It, it's kind of funny. I mean, uh, I mean, it, it's nothing to brag about, I guess. But you know, I, I kind of attribute it to, you know, I, I wasn't a show off. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I always tried to keep, you know, like I said, be very humble, be very respectful. And, you know, when I did get involved in things, you know, I went about it, I guess, in the right way in that kind of context. You know, I was very smart about what I did. Right. You know, uh, I remember, you know, if, you know, something was to, you know, go down or whatever, I would get out a piece of paper and a notepad or notepad and a pen and I would write down like all the possible things that could go wrong, possible solutions, you know, all that kind of stuff. And that gained a lot of attention from people higher up because they saw that in me. 
and you know they liked them. They saw that I was, you know, not just a, you know, like wild, crazy kind of, you know, jump the gun yeah. hothead. You know, um, I was more kind of a cautious, you know, thinking type. You know, but at the same time, I wasn't afraid to, you know, do what I had to do. If that makes any sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so I mean, it's not like this was like a. Uh, like an organization of just like loose, crazy people that just kind of run around and fuck shit up. But in in Houston, it, it's 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 kind of weird. Uh, the the really there really aren't many uh, gangs, you know, mm -hmm. so to speak. Uh, it, it's it, it, it's odd because if you look at other places like. California or even Dallas for that matter, they have a lot of gangs that came from California and they have a lot of gangs that are homegrown. Um, in Houston, there are a few homegrown gangs. Right. Um, but you know, me personally, I found the best way to avoid, you know, um, attention and, you know, gaining more, you know, hate from people <laughs> you know was to be associated with any type of group so you know i had my core group of friends and we were all kind of non-affiliated with you know any group we had no right. name you know we had no uh, you know nothing like that uh, basically kind of like a crew of free agents if you will yeah so um did you then like mainly uh, work for one group or did you just kind of run with a bunch of different groups? Uh, it, it was a bunch of different groups. Um, you know, things were pretty divided by side of town, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so, say, like for me, um, you know, I got along better with the established groups that were already, uh, say, like in the southwest side of town. Right. Uh, which is kind of the area that I grew up in. And then the... Uh, southeast part of town um, there was always kind of long-standing problems with the uh, the north side and you know I typically kind of stayed out of there you know right uh, but you know as far as you know you know gangs go you know the only one I can say that I know of that is actually uh, not a homegrown homegrown one is um, they call themselves ABC. Uh, it's Asian boys. Uh, they're a Crip gang out of Long Beach. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and, and they're pretty. They're pretty damn big. Um, and they don't like me too much. Huh. <laughs> well, <laughs> so you know, you know, I, I tend to stay away from those guys. You know, even though they're actually not too far from where I live right now. Okay, um, <laughs> but that doesn't present any problem, or um like uh yeah uh no it does it does i mean you know that's one thing i i, I tell the kind of the younger kids and all that is like you know look i'm i'm 36 years old now mm -hmm. uh, i've been i've been living you know crazy for a very long time and even when you leave you know and you leave all that behind um you still have to be very, very careful, you know, because just because you 
don't hang out with those friends anymore doesn't mean that people that once hated you are going to stop automatically hating you. Um, yeah. And that's, you know, something I learned very, very quickly, you know. Uh, so, you know, yeah, I, I, to this day, I still have to be on guard, um, you know, watch my surroundings, you know, the situational awareness type stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's what kind of got me into all the, you know, kind of tactical stuff. You know, so I thought, huh, you know, this sounds interesting. This possibly helped me, you know, in, in many ways. Yeah. So, you know, um, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, so is this something that you expect will get better? Uh, like as time goes on? Like will Yeah, most definitely. More safe, I mean, essentially? Yeah, I, I, I think so. Uh, I think, you know, after you know more more time goes by you know and i've definitely gained like a lot of weight <laughs> yeah you know i i used to skinny and shape all that stuff you know I, I certainly look a lot different now too and you know the people that were still active in in those things you know if they're still alive you know well excuse me um they probably won't be you know around for too much longer you know yeah but, I yeah. mean, you know, you you don't live a long, healthy life in that in, in that world. You yeah, know. no, it seems that the uh, gang life is not very good for your life expectancy. No, no, no. <laughs> I would say it's very bad for your health. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is bad. For your health. Uh, damn. So, uh, like, roughly, how would this work? Because I mean, these people get up to all kinds of legal shit. Uh, obviously, because otherwise there wouldn't be games. Um, but, like, uh, is this done in plain sight, or do they hide it really well, or, like, what's the mechanics at work here? Well, they 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 do it, uh, uh, you know, very very secretively. Uh, at least with the uh, the types that you know I used to hang out with. Mm -hmm. um, you know that that community is 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 very secretive. Um, and there's a lot of uh, different kind of codes and little ethics that go along with it, you know. Um, they 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 refuse refuse to work with uh, law enforcement uh, right. at all, even if something terrible was to happen to one of their own. Um, mm -hmm. They still refuse, you know. It, it's just kind of how things work. Uh, one of the reasons why you know Asian gangs and Asian organized crime you know, does, isn't really well known uh, in the world, you know, especially in the U.S., even though it's gained some notoriety, in my opinion, is because most things are handled in-house. Right. You know, like, you know, you do, you know, you do your crimes, you know, if you do get caught, you don't talk, you know, that's just how it goes. You don't say a word, mm -hmm. you know, you, you do your time and then, you know, when you get out, you know, you get out. You don't, you don't talk at all. And that's just how it goes. So it's very secretive, I would say so, most definitely. Right. You know. Um, another thing I wonder is, uh, like, how big are these organizations and how interconnected are they? So are we talking, like, um, are different organizations just, um, like working with each other from like different cities, 
or um, are a lot of them um, like just huge organizations that are that have like um, I guess chapters or, or uh, presences is the word I was looking for in like multiple cities or multiple countries even uh, it's a little bit of both um, uh, you know, some are just kind of local and, you know, they might answer to say, you know, uh, you know, like a local kind of organized group, mm-hmm. um, you know, whereas some, you know, you know, uh, are basically like a, a gang and then an organized group in itself, which is all over the place and outside of the U.S. as well. Um, you know, and groups will come together and work together, you know, um, mm-hmm. because the, the, the overall goal, you know, in, in that, that particular community, um, is making money. Uh, a lot of times I've seen, you know, people put disputes aside if, you know, there was money to be made by working together. You know, and things like that. Um, I don't know if that answers your question or not, but you know, yeah, that, that, yeah, it that, does. You know, that, that's kind of how it, you know it goes. You know, at least down here. You know, um, in California, uh, you know, certain groups, you know, will never work together. You know, <laughs> the same as down here. You know, there's some that just you know have so much rivalry and bad blood between them that. You know, you put two guys from different groups in the same room, and they'll they'll try to kill each other. You know? Yeah. Um. So, um, how do like the Asian gangs compare to um like the other gangs? I mean, you've what do you got? You got your um, fat bikers, and your yeah. <laughs> uh, like black dudes selling drugs. Um. So. Like what really, like what distinguishes the Asian groups from the other ones? I would say um, the way they go about handling their business as far as, you know, kind of being intelligent about how they move, mm-hmm. you know, they, uh, you know, that secrecy comes into play. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and it, and it, it goes, you know, it plays in their advantage. Plus uh, they are, they're ultra, ultra violent, um, which works in their favor, you know, kind of as, as establishing fear. Yeah, that's uh, You know, a, a lot of kind of like, they like, you know, black gang members and Hispanic gang members, you know, they don't know completely because everything is pretty secretive. But the ones that have had run-ins with, say, the Asian gangs or the Asian groups, they, they know you know, that they're no joke and not to be, not to be uh, messed with. Um, I was reading something one time uh, and it makes a lot of sense to me. And mm. I, I completely agree with it. Was that law enforcement compares Asian gangs and Asian kind of organized crime groups um, to like the Russian mafia uh, as far okay. as like brutality and, you know, just, um, you know, how they operate, you know, in secret. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Russian yeah. mob ain't oh, yeah. 
ain't anything to fuck with. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. And these guys are the same. You know. Uh, yeah. There's some very scary individuals. <laughs> yeah. Not involved in that life. You know. I, I, I've known guys that. You know. Um, uh, you know. One of them. You know. He's 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 in prison in uh, Vietnam at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know he was. Um, you know, pulling hits uh, at the age of 12. Fuck. Uh, Shit. And he, he got pretty popular uh, because his favorite um, thing to do was to find out, uh, you know, the layout of your house, uh, where your bedroom was, and break the window and either toss in like a firebomb or a grenade. Oh, and that's fuck. how he would get you. So, yeah, that, that kind of, that's an example. You know, yeah. of, of the, you know, kind yep. of the brutality, you know, and all that. So. Yeah, I think um, I uh, we've talked about this guy on uh, on Keybase, uh quite a while back now, but uh, that was quite yeah, a story. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Definitely a, a scary individual, man. Uh, oh yeah. I'll put it that way. <laughs> you know, I, I knew him personally. You know. Um, mm-hmm. You know. I hung around the guy, but at the same time, you know, I knew uh, this guy is bad news. Uh, keep my distance, you know, so I tried to keep it, you know. So, kind of, you know. But what was this guy <laughs> like? Good terms. Um, in like, uh, like in, in daily interaction? Oh, uh, it. it he acted just like any normal person, really. Yeah, I mean, it was, that's the thing. With a lot of these guys, they go to great lengths to kind of hide, mm-hmm. um, you know, what they do and, you know, who they are, you know. Uh, like, you know, me, for example, I have a lot of tattoos now. When I was younger and I was involved in, you know, whatever, all that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. it, it was a rule. Like, you know, you don't get visible tattoos because, you know, it gives you a certain look, you know? Right. And a lot of these guys like that, you know, guy in particular, you know, you couldn't tell him from, you know, just a regular, you know, guy walking down the street. You know, even if you were to talk to him, he seemed like just a normal dude. But once you got to know him more, you could kind of tell, like, it was a little something off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You yeah. get that vibe, you know? <laughs> it sounds... Um, uh, it sounds like a almost typical description of uh, like psychopathic behavior. So yeah, yeah, like they know how to act normal very well. Um, but especially when you get to know them, you kind of start to get the impression that something is off, like that something's oh, yeah. not quite right there. Um, and I mean that is without knowing that they were uh, a headman at age 12. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I have to say a lot of that, you know, comes with um, a lot of the, like the older guys, you know? Yeah. Um, specifically the ones that were refugees from, say, like Cambodia or Vietnam, mm-hmm. you know, because you have to understand when they were, when they were little kids, you know, coming here, you know, they, like, uh, they were in war zones, you know, they yeah, saw, exactly. you know, all that stuff all the time. So, you know, when they 
came here and they started doing their thing, you know, being ultra violent was kind of nothing to them, you know. It, yeah, exactly. They'd seen the, you know, been there, done that type deal, you know. So that was a shock to, you know, a lot of the uh, established groups that were here was just how violent and cruel some of these guys would be, you know, without them even blinking an eye, you know. It was yeah. How they were. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, are they? Um, do you have any idea how they compare to, like, the Mexican cartels, violence-wise and just like organization-wise? Um, cartels, cartels are a whole different animal, you know. Uh, at least to me. Okay. Um, That's interesting. You know, I, I mean, I, to me, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm like. Too much of a conspiracy theorist, but you know, I I, ha I have my doubts about you know certain cartels, you know, gaining so much power without a little bit of outside help. Ah, yeah. You know, and you know, uh, that's one thing that you know I've I've heard, you know, not from you know any of the people that I know or <laughs> whatever, but you know, is that. Some of the cartels have um, actual Chinese influence, which is how they get their uh, their fentanyl and all that ah, stuff. Okay. So uh, you know, I've heard you know that uh, one of the biggest drug cartels, in fact, is China. It's just not talked about, you know. So that kind of throws them into the mix, and you know, of course, you know, everybody knows the story of you know how the CIA was flying coke, you know, over here from South America and all mm -hmm. that. So, I mean, yeah, they they are organized crime, you know, they are brutal as hell, <laughs> you yeah. know, scary, scary people, you know. Oh, yeah. But um, I tend to not put them in the same category strictly and on another reason, too, because, you know, the, the, the level of violence that they put onto, say, you know, just, you know, random people, mm -hmm. you know, just wouldn't fly at all you know ah, okay the people that i knew you know? yeah uh you know in yeah. mexico with the cartels they'll you know they'll slaughter civilians and all that kind of yeah. stuff and you know with the people that i knew you know that would no if you if you if you hurt someone's family that would that would be a death sentence for you by your own people you know okay so yeah so the um like the Asian groups or the Asian gangs would be much more focused, I guess, um, with whom they would apply their violence. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Very strategically, yeah, I might add, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Holy shit. That's very interesting. Uh, let me see, what do I have in my notes? Um, ah, yeah. So how exactly did you get out? Like what, uh, basically what happened and how did you come back to Houston? Um, well, it, 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 it's kind of weird and it, it's a little difficult for people to understand sometimes, I guess. But, mm -hmm. you know, I, I was out there in California. You know, I had told them, you know, hey, look, you know, I, I really like you guys, you know, but I'm just not interested in, you know, becoming a full member of, you know, your group and all that. Uh, so after 
my time, you know, in California, I had been there for a number of years. Um, and when I came back to Houston, a lot of things had changed. Um, you know, uh, and I started to see things that I didn't really uh, approve of. Um, mm -hmm. You know, for one, I would see people that I used to know hanging out with people that had, say, may or may not have had something to do with, say, like the murder of a friend of mine, you know? Oh, yes. And I looked at that as kind of like you know, a big kind of betrayal in a sense. Yeah, know? that makes sense. And, you know, I, I really just distanced myself and kind of just walked away, you know, really. Mm. And, you know, since I had been gone for quite some time, nobody really seemed to care, except the people that don't like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they still care, but, you know, besides that, you know, I have, I have a small group of friends like that one photo, you know, yeah. um, but, you know, we still, we still, you know, hang out and all that, but, you know, it, it, it's nothing like it was back in the day, you know, yeah. everybody's yeah, got families sense. now and all that kind of stuff. We're, we're too old for that mess. <laughs> so, um, this whole walking away didn't really uh cause any trouble for you with uh i guess the people you used to work with no nah, no nah, it not at all really uh, i mean because you know if i had tried to you know really kind of step back into it you know i would be causing problems you know with ah, the yeah, people that, that they sense. were now kind of you know, with and, you know, do, making moves with and all that, and, you know, I just, I didn't want any part of it anymore, you know, to be honest, I was tired, I mean, I, I'm, I'm tired now, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, I, believe me, that's what I, that's what I always tell the, uh, the kids that I kind of mentor and all that is, you know, shit gets tiring, man, you know, uh, I live to be 36. Hopefully, you know, I'll live a lot longer. But I'm worn out, you know. Yeah. I'm really worn out, you know. I mean, you know, you see a lot of things that, you know, make you, I, I guess, paranoid, you know, to an mm -hmm. extent. Yeah, there's that a makes lot of sense. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, PTSD is a big factor mm -hmm. in a lot of that stuff, you know. Um, Hypervigilance is another thing. You know, and like, I'll tell them, you know, do you really want that? Do you really want to be so mentally drained by the age of 36 when you should be, you know, just, you know, in good health and yeah. be happy and be, you know, doing your thing? Like, yeah, nah. exactly. Like 36 is not old. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You know, I, I mean, it wears you out. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it um, wears you out beyond belief. Yeah. Fuck. So, um, you were kind of hinting earlier uh, at having something in the works to actually set up something more uh, official for mentoring and helping these kids. Um, yeah. So, um, apart from so showing your very sexy hairy chest. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's hot, man. It gets, it's, it's, it's hot uh, in here. Dude, this is the most quiet place I could find. You know what I mean? Uh, no worries, man. <laughs> I would imagine that your uh, Latina wife can't be uh, very quiet. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh man, no, it's a madhouse in there, man. Too many people, four dogs, man. That there's shit. no way I would have would have been yeah. able to talk without you know a lot of interruptions. So <laughs> yeah, no worries. <laughs> um, but this official mentoring thing, like what what is it supposed to look like? What are you uh, like working on? That's the million dollar question, man. You know, I, <laughs> I wish, I wish I had more of a kind of a layout, you know, for what I plan to do with it. Um, you know, but it's still kind of in its beginning stages, you okay. know, um, you know, one day I would like to, you know, possibly get you know, the people that are still around that I know that I'm, you know, very close to, mm -hmm you know, to, to join in and, you know, kind of help me and create kind of like an actual outreach program, you know, um, but at the same time, you know, I, I can imagine, you know, you need money, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. to do much of anything nowadays. And, you know, that's something that's not uh, looking too good on my part. You know, it yeah. hasn't been for a long time, you know. You know, hopefully one day it'll happen and I'll have some kind of established non-profit, you know, save the children kind of organization. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, for now, it's just kind of a, a, a street level kind of outreach type deal, you know. Yeah. I imagine that um, uh, in a way it would be easier to approach you now that you're just like a guy uh, yeah. instead of like an actual outreach program so now people oh are like, yeah oh you know this is just like Conejo and he used to be like this and that guy but when you go to an outreach outreach program it's like wait do I really want to be uh, associated with this organization or like what will my fellow group members think of this you know um, yeah yeah so maybe um, maybe you will have a higher success rate this way um, <laughs> no, no, I, I actually agree with side. that. <laughs> no, no, I agree with that. You know, uh, I mean, you know, if say if I was a lot of church groups try to huh. kind of do this and you know reach out with the Bible and whatnot to some of these kids and like, you know, I'm I'm not a very very religious person. You know, mm -hmm. uh, anything I kind of fall in line more with you know kind of like the philosophies of. Buddhism and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I'm not gonna run up to somebody with the Bible and start preaching about Jesus because to me, I think that you know, it could be a, a big kind of like turn off to some. You know. Yeah. I like to, I like to approach them with you know what they know, mm -hmm. uh, what I know, and you know, kind of the repercussions of that lifestyle, and I, I often use myself as an example. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, and and it's it's it, it, it seems like it's working. You know, uh, I guess <laughs> they see me and they're like, "Shit, man, I don't want to end up like that guy. He looks like he's fifty. You know, <laughs> but he's too young to be that. You know, have all the gray hair and shit. You know, so but you know, oh, well. hopefully one day. You know, you know, you're uh, just look at it as of your uh, wise beyond your years. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's one way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, one other question I have for you. 
Um, and it's kind of off topic of all the gangs and shit, but I think it probably has everything to do with it. Um, you hang around in uh, like anarchist, libertarian, Discord servers, Keybase servers. So I assume you are also an anarchist or a libertarian of some kind. Oh, yeah, yeah, most definitely. So uh, how did that happen? Um, how, yeah. It, it basically started, um, I, I, I started to um, kind of read books about uh, communism. Uh, oh, right. Not because I liked it, but because, you know, I, I thought it was a terrible ideology. Yeah. You know, so I started to self-educate myself, you know, by reading a lot of books, you know, about communism and um, occult philosophy and all kinds of different things. Um, and what it led me to was um, like a couple of videos online about, um, a thing called natural law oh, you know, right. and, and things like that. And, you know, I was like, you know, this really, this really clicks with me. You know, I like the idea of, you know, you know no one being above me, no one being below me, mm-hmm. you know, just we're all kind of this, you know, equal, you know? Yeah. And I, I felt that was, you know, something, you know, uh, that, that resonated with me. Um, you know, I've, I've always been the type that saw kind of big government as kind of just um, a joke in a sense, kind of like, yeah. like theater, you know? Um, you know, I, I never really brought, bought into kind of the, the whole left-right paradigm. I, I thought mm-hmm. it was bullshit, you know, because, you know, coming where I came from, you know, there was a lot of bullshit artists, you <laughs> know, and, and, you know, when you, when you see a politician up there, you know, trying to, you know, say what they're going to do, you know, offer this, that, and the other, and then, you know, time after time, you know, they get into power, you know, they don't do a damn thing, you know, like they've said they would, you know, you, you would think most people would start to realize, you know, hmm, I think I'm being, you know, kind of swindled here, yeah. you know, so kind of made me look for, you know, alternatives and things like that, you know, and it kind of landed me into, into, you know, kind of the, the anarchist, you know, libertarian type, you know, way of thinking, ideology and all that. All right. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty clear explanation, to me at least. Um, yeah. Let's see. Is there anything else you uh, still want to get into, want to talk about, explain, tell a story? I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, uh, the future for me is uncertain. Mm-hmm. You know, um, hopefully things will things will look bright. You know, and I, I try to stay positive you know about you know things to come uh you know it's a um it's a struggle every day you know yeah. to to kind of walk away uh, from, from what i did uh because you know for one i'm broke yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. i don't have money like i used to at all uh you know, and, um, you know, I, I see some people, you know, out there that you know, are doing very well for themselves. But the thing is, is that they're going about it the wrong way, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, you know, if I could impart 
any kind of wisdom, anybody or, you know, you know, any kind of younger people that might be listening or whatever is, you know, you know, just don't go down that path. Um, do it the right way, you know. Yeah. You know, because you'll sleep a lot better at night, uh, for one thing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it, 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 it really does suck, you know, being my age and having to start, start you know, from scratch. Yeah, I imagine. You know? It, 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 it's not easy, you know. Yeah, yeah. You can exactly um, put on your resume that you do used to do illegal shit for uh, for Chinese gangs for like yeah, yeah, twenty uh, years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you can't you can't do that. You can't do that. You know. I mean, you know, and it's it's wild, but it's like you know, you know, like uh, a lot of people I know, you know, have never filled out a you know something as simple as say like a w-2 form or you know anything like that you know mm -hmm. for for work and stuff and you know and it's like you know i myself was like that too you know and it's embarrassing you know yeah but you know you got to start somewhere you know so i guess you know just just you know <laughs> well just you know have, have on, a good uh, moral compass and stay positive and yep. just you know don't 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 fall for anybody's bullshit. If they <laughs> try to sell you something that sounds too good to be true, it is, you know. Exactly. Yeah. You know. <laughs> if it's too good to be true, it probably is. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, well, I let's wrap it up here. Um okay. do you have any more um plugs? Like uh Twitter pages, Discord pages, whatever. Um, um Actually, one I can think of is, uh, yeah, uh, I was part of a a a, a, a group uh, called Investigating YouTube, which is uh, it has its YouTube channel, which is in you know Investigating YouTube, right? And another page on YouTube called Exposing Exploitation. Oh, okay. um, you know, if people want to check that out, um, you know, they can. Uh, we haven't anything new in quite some time mm -hmm. but you know it was another way you know to kind of you know do our thing to you know help kids and you know, my, my goal is to make this world a better place than it was you know yeah. when I leave you know so just trying to do my part you mm -hmm. know? Uh, yeah if you send me the links for those I'll uh, put them in the show notes so that people okay, can cool, find them cool. um, so thank you very much for coming on. Oh, this was I, a, I appreciate it. Yeah, this was a very interesting conversation. And um, if you ever have anything more uh, to tell, uh, any stories, any updates, uh, just hit me up and you're very welcome to come on again. Cool, cool, cool. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, man. Um, let's see. Did he have anything else? Uh, y'all know where to find me on Twitter and Discord and shit. I'll put links in the show notes. Um, that is 